Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. My name is Bill Matz. I am your director of fun and games for the evening. This is the Broad Street Hockey Post Game Show. Um, that was, I gotta say, of all the hockey games I've ever watched as a fan, member of the media, podcaster, um, drunk slob on the couch in his underwear, I gotta say, of all the hockey games I've ever seen, that was definitely one of them. Um, when I was when the Islanders tied it up at the end, I was furious. Not because the Flyers blew a lead. I don't care. Most of the players on the ice aren't actually going to be Flyers, um, if any of them. What I was furious about is that that game was going to last longer. My freaking God, was that bad. Um, just, and I get it. It's preseason hockey. It's the second preseason game, and it's up there at the Shittaseum. So, like... You know, no one was going to play for the Flyers, and nobody did. I, there's very few takeaways I have from this game other than uh, the germ. German Rubsov uh, was pretty damn good. Uh, Nicholas Albe-Kubel. It seems like they're calling him Albe-Kubel now. Um, so we're going to have to get a check on that. Can everyone hear? By the way, my mic's on, right? Everyone can hear me. Um, yeah, it seems like everyone... Yeah, I was typing. That's why it was shaking. Um, guys, a mullet means short in the front and long in the back. This is not a mullet. My hair is long in the front as well, okay? That's not what a mullet is. A mullet means you have a regular haircut and then it's just long in the back. Like, if you're going to talk about a mullet, it has to actually be a mullet. For God's sakes, what public schools are to blame, I guess, for this for this misconception about what a mullet? Everyone, anyone with long hair, you just go, oh, it's a mullet. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Anyway, where the fuck was I? Um, I was going to swear less this season, but here we are. Um, yeah, the germ, uh, German Rubsov, I thought was very good. Uh, Nicholas Albe Kubel, I thought also flashed a little. Um, the guy who stood out to me as the worst player on the ice and maybe it's because I'm looking for it. Maybe because it's I want it to be true. Um, Chris Stewart, man, he took that shit penalty, that trip, the, the worst, dumbest tripping call I've ever seen. Like, there are, you can take a good penalty. You know, there's a way to take a good penalty. That was not one of them. My God, was that ugly. Um, and there was a point, I believe it was... Um, Nah, maybe Conche who had the puck and uh, like slid, it was it was a rush, uh, you know, towards the net and he slid it across to uh, Stewart and Stewart could have done one of two things. He could have pressed hard for the net um, and tried to slam it in on the back door or as another forward seemed to be streaking towards the net, he could have stopped and uh, given a uh, given a trailer outlet to the passer. He didn't either. He just kind of floated. Um, my God, like if the way I looked at it was he's a, if he's a young guy, like that would have been a disqualifying effort. The game he had tonight would have been like, oh yeah, he's, um, doesn't have the compete level or whatever. Like for the guy who's supposed to be coming in for toughness and leadership, that's not what it looked like to me tonight. Again, one, one preseason game, whatever the guy might end up being, something I don't know but he wasn't in the NHL last year and he didn't look like he belongs here tonight um based on that effort I thought if you want some of that uh maybe not explosive offensive ability but just a little bit of sandpaper and a solid player 
man, I thought uh, Rubsov, um, NAK, and even Kache uh, made better cases for themselves in those positions uh, tonight, just as guys who, you know, we, we're not getting 40-plus points out of any of them uh, in third, fourth-line roles, whatever it may be, but um, they can keep up and give you at bare minimum what Chris Stewart would give you, probably a lot more just in terms of on-ice production. Not even talking about points, just doing the right stuff at the right time. Uh, so that, those are my main takeaways. And, oh, yeah, Carter Hart, uh, first action of the preseason, played the first. Let's see if they even have time on ice here in the box score. Do they even have a box score? They didn't last night. Let's give her a look. Uh, yeah, we got nothing here. Um, I, I want to say he played about half the game. I'd say he played 30-ish minutes. Um Stopped all, like, 14 shots, looked good, looked solid, looked like the excellence of execution, tracked the puck, nothing flashy, but just looked like Carter Hart. Good, solid uh, good solid starting point for Carter Hart. That's Those are really the things I took away from this. Oh, yeah, Curtis Gabriel, my God. Don't know what he did to the Islanders, but um, he gets in a fight with Ross Johnston and can't even really call it a fight. They got tied up in front of the net. Johnston drops his gloves. Gabriel did right afterwards, and then Gabriel did nothing. He just kind of sat there and took the beating. Uh, Johnston ends up with, like, 15 minutes of penalties because of it, but Gabriel got the crap kicked out of him. And later in the game, I think it was Andres Lee laid out Gabriel uh, right after Curtis released the puck, didn't have his head up, was kind of filling around, lets go of the puck, gets hit immediately after, had his head down. Just got to be more aware than that. Wouldn't necessarily say it was a dirty play. T.J. Brennan, I think, uh, fought Lee for it. Um, you know, sticking up for teammates, etc. I hate when guys have to fight after clean hits. But, you know, it's preseason. Everyone's trying to, I'm sticking up for my guys out there. Whatever. You're not playing in the NHL this year, Brennan. Um, but whatever. It was what it was. That was, that was the game. Uh, let's get to you guys now. Um, I know it's only preseason, but it's typical Flyers. There were, I mean, how many flyers were even on the ice? You can't call, like, was Michael Roffel the biggest name flyer out? Like, come on. Come on. Their fifth, fourth, or at best, their fourth string goalie was in. Like, come on. I hope the germ makes it. Would love to see the guy make it. Uh, would love to see the guy make it. What, yeah, what, what was the, um, what was the, was it, it was like Rubisov, I feel like uh, the, the Islanders play-by-play was, call, was, uh, was calling him. It was like a weird pronunciation. Audio quality, much better tonight. Good to hear. I have like this little um, casing thing for my microphone. It kind of creates a mini studio uh, just for the mic, and I pushed it back, and I hope that helps, uh, helps with the echoey sound tonight. Uh, I don't want Stewart. I feel like it would stop. Kids getting into the mix. Yeah, I want whoever is the best possible player. I did a whole rant on this last week uh, to start BSH Radio. I'm done, like, with my preconceived, I want the kids, I want this, I want that. I want to win. I don't care who it is. I don't care. I don't care. I just want the best player. Uh, but based on based on what I saw tonight, that is not Chris Stewart. Uh, like I said, uh, the germ, NAK... And uh, and even Kache, I think, made better cases. I, I don't think Kache is going to sniff the NHL for the at least first half of this season. I would be surprised, if at all, um, if he gets up here at all. But 
I thought all three of them made a better case to be, you know, bottom three, bottom six forwards of, you know, Preston to duty. Got a point. Yeah, there you go. Got to love that loser point. Uh, better sound than last night. Glad to hear it. With that hair, you look like you're ready to smash a watermelon with a giant mallet. Yeah, that's more like it. Stewart would be the new Laterra. Um, I think Stewart would be better than Yuri. Um, but like, man, yeah, I mean, low bar, right? Yeah, that's, I think that would be better than the worst thing I can think of, you know? Heart being heart tonight, all that matters. Yeah, at the end of the day, I keep, uh, I, I met some people tonight, we were talking about the season, like, I expect the Flyers to be get, to be better and all that, um, but at the end of the day, you know, Kevin Hayes, nice addition. I want the defense to come along, hope the veterans help the kids, et cetera. I, I think all that's important. But what, what it's going to come down to is Carter Hart has to be what we think he is. That's what this team is now. I mean, think of the, the substandard goaling, goal tending. Jeez, couldn't spit that out. We've had over the years and still been a bubble playoff team. I think he can push them if he's what we think he is, uh, can push them up into that div- div- Jesus, I cannot speak to that. Contending for a division, uh, I think that's that's what he can get them to. Being in that 96, 98, 100-point range rather than low 90s hoping to get in. That's what I'm looking at with, with what Carter Hart can do for him. What do you hate most about that game? For me, it was the first three-on-three hockey I didn't enjoy ever. It was, dude, I was just like, yes, it ended. I was, <laughs> uh, that, uh, that kid, Mason Jobst, I think his name was, made a real nice play uh, defensively to force the turnover, start the rush, uh, get play going the other way for the Islanders, and then I think he put that, uh, put that goal in at the end. So I thought that was, a, you know, just some some good hockey stuff there. It happened to the Flyers, so I didn't like it. But just seeing some good hockey plays there. Uh, but yeah, overall, whew, that was barely NHL hockey. Uh, that was man. I I hope to never see a game that bad again. I fully admit to having not watched tonight. But what kind of trade do you think comes of the uh, prospect slash young NHL depth? I. I mean, anything can happen. I don't think anything's on the horizon. I think they have so many options in-house. Um, uh, I think it's kind of going to be a feeling out process to start the season. I would not be surprised if the bottom of the NHL roster is in flux to start the year. Um, you know, what D, what D men are going to sit in the press box, who's our sixth uh, defenseman, things like that. So, And then, of course, the forwards, like we've been talking about, um, there's, you know, the bottom four forward spots are, I won't say open because you know, Michael Roffel's going to make this team just kind of where he fits in the lineup. You know, Scott Lawton's going to be out there just depends on where he fits into the lineup. But, uh, there's, there's some spots and I think, uh, I think they're going to, they're going to mix and match. I think we have two thirds and with Nolan Patrick out, it's even, there's, there's even more spots. I don't know when he's going to be healthy. Don't know when he's going to be ready. So, uh, there, there could be some, there could be a lot of fluctuation between uh, the start of the season and Christ, the first month. Who knows how long? Um, and then, as guys start to have whatever kind of years they're having in the American League, if the Flyers need a boost, who's to say? You know, one of the young guys who doesn't make a team uh, comes up in late December, like 
you know, Claude Giroux did uh, in his his first uh, NHL action. Well, his first, you know, post-emergency call-up action. How do you see the Metropolitan Division playing out? Um, that's a great question. We I've talked about this a little bit. Um, I think the hype around the Rangers is hilarious. I just don't think they're very good. Um, uh, their goaltending situation, uh, that, that kid they have, Georgiev or whatever his name is, uh, I think he could probably help Lundqvist, and if Lundqvist bounces back a little bit, maybe they have the goaltending to keep them in games, but outside of Panarin, man, I don't like what they have on offense. Outside of Truba, I don't really like what they have on D. I, they they had they made the splashy moves, but just in terms of overall roster, I, I don't see it with them. Um, I think the Islanders take a big step back. I just... Man, Robin Lehner was such a big deal for them. I can't, uh, I can't imagine they don't have the oh we got to prove them wrong about Tavares thing anymore. We got to you know do it for Lehner and Lehner trying to prove now that he's you know uh, sober and he's the goalie that uh, he was always that he always thought he could be. Um, I, I just don't see them catching that kind of lightning in a bottle again. Could they contend for a playoff spot? I guess I don't. I don't know. They're, they're, they have a decent roster. Um, some guys need to take some steps forward. Barry Trotz and uh, what, what the hell is the goalie coach's name? Mitch Korn, I guess. Um, you know, they make a, an interesting combination. But to me, it's Washington and then um, uh, a group of teams kind of bunched up below them. You know, um, the Flyers are in there. The Devils are in there. Uh, the Penguins are in there. I don't know how – like, I just don't know how good the Penguins are, you know. Um, they still have Crosby. They still have Malkin. They still have Latang. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, it's. I, I think the Metro is very much just a weird – it's just this weird soft middle where there could just be a lot of mixing and matching going on with how it ends up. I think Washington's still the class of the division, though. The kids did all right. Much, be- much better all-around team effort tonight, uh, especially to start the game, starting to get an idea of um, what kind of system the Flyers are going to – what kind of – not even system, just um, the philosophy. We talk about how they can't have the slow starts anymore. I don't know if they're going to get off to really quick starts this season, but I think they're going to play – a style that doesn't allow them to fall behind 2-0 in the first 10 minutes. Now you will say, oh, well, no system is built to give up two goals. I'm just saying I think they're going to be better prepared to start games, maybe not to jump out to a 2-0 start, but to be able to not have to win it with the or tie it up at the, in the last 30 seconds of the game with an empty net because of their effort in the first 10 minutes. I think they're going to play a... Um, if not a high-flying offensive system, a system that allows them to dictate the pace of play uh, rather than react. So I, I really think that's uh, that's very important for Vigneault to instill, and that's what I've seen so far out of uh, out of the team game. Why is everyone so down about a game? Uh, about a game, few on the ice will be on the team. I don't think anyone's really down about it. I'm not. What's the white jersey hanging behind you? Charlestown Chiefs. Feels odd not being able to blame AMAC for this. We got Chris Stewart. We got Chris Stewart, guys. AMAC vouch for Stewart. Thoughts on Vorobiev tonight? Um, Didn't stand out to me. 
uh, didn't didn't really catch my eye, but didn't make uh, the big mistake. Uh, you know, I didn't think his effort was lacking like I did um, during his NHL stint last year. Vorobiev, uh, he's got a lot of proof, a lot to prove to me. He's he's absolutely in the mix uh, for this for this bottom of the roster spot. Uh, his ability to play center, especially if Lawton's going to be up in the lineup, uh, could be a leg up for him. Pitlick's injured. So I, I, he's definitely going to be in the mix. What are the chances of a rookie beating out Pitlick, Andreoff, and that whole crew? I think pretty good. I mean, Pitlick's injured, at least for now. Um, I don't really think um, – what's his name? Andy Andreoff or whatever the hell. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's going to factor in. I could see him being like a 13th forward like an extra guy, it's like, okay, here you go, um, that kind of thing. You don't want to have a young guy in the press box if they could be playing in the AHL. And, you know, I, I, you're just going to throw him in on a fourth line if you need him. I could see that kind of being his role. After Hart and Elliott, what do you think the pecking order is? Sandstrom was great in the rookie game. The Ruby and Ustamenko have looked bad. Lion is Lion. I mean, we just started the, the preseason. I'm... I, I'm not ready to make um, judgments about Ustamenko. I mean, he's going to be in the – I'm guessing he's going to be in the ACHL this year. Like, this is a guy uh, – I don't think he's going to factor into the NHL at all. And if he does, it's because a lot of shit went really bad for us. Um, yeah, I think it's Hart and Elliott. I think Lyon is three. And, man – I would love to say I think Sandstrom is four, but I really think Barubi's here is that sort of um, veteran experience guy. But what do we use, 10 goalies last year? Like, totally possible we see Felix Sandstrom, uh, if not in the game, at least like on the bench in that kind of Stolar's role where it's like, well, we need two, you know. Uh, so I think there's a definite chance we see him in orange and black this year for the Flyers. But I am – I'm hesitant to say I think Sandstrom is um, even fourth currently on the, like, call-up order. Uh, he, he could very well get more AHL time than Baruby, but I think um, I think it's line three, and then Baruby's kind of here as the, uh, all right, well, in case we need, you know, X, we have a guy who's got a little bit more experience. But would love to see Sandstrom. Would love to see him. Has anyone seen Penguins roster? My God, if Flyers don't finish 15 points ahead of them, I might retire my center ice. Uh, listen, Christopher, I would love to count the Penguins out, and I like we all laughed at them last year when they go and get Jack freaking Johnson, who stinks. Um, but when you have that kind of top end talent, you'll be in games. You know, could they get swept in the first round again? Sure, but they're there, and they have that kind of top end talent. Uh, you know, they lose Phil Kessel. I don't like their roster. I think the Flyers, top to bottom, are better, but Crosby and Malkin are Crosby and Malkin. Maybe Matt Murray bounces back. You never know. So I don't think they're maybe as bad as you think, but I do believe the Flyers should be better than them. Um, but we've seen plenty of on-paper teams not get it done in the past. I'm like, my basement's like somewhat on a slant, I guess, and my bar stool like just slowly keeps turning. And, like, now it won't turn at all. But, like, just slowly keeps turning away from the camera. I'm trying to keep it centered here. There we go. Oh, my God. There we go. Belly's showing. Don't want that. Lose all the viewers. Uh, hope they cut Gabriel now. Oh, man. 
He might retire after that freaking game. Just got crap kicked out of him. What are your thoughts on Hayes and the new guys we brought in over the summer so far? Hayes made a great first impression last night. I was a big fan of that move. Um, I wanted something splashier. You know, I just wanted... When we talk about wanting and needing a 2C, you want another 1C. You know, you want Tavares Matthews, you know. Um, it's not that, but I think they filled a definite need. Uh, Niskanen and Braun, I think their presence can help um, Provorov and Sanheim and Ghost. How much... I don't know, because I just, I am very, I am willing to admit, I don't know how much Niskanen and Braun have left. I don't know how good they still are. Um, we'll, we'll find out. I think the Flyers have depth behind them, at least guys they can plug in. Um, I think they're high on Myers. I, I think he's uh, a stud in the making, you know. Um, I, I, outside of, uh, you know, I think the biggest addition is Elaine Vigneault. I really think having just a coach who knows what he's doing is is going to be a big deal for this team. Uh, just a guy who will play the best players. Like that's that's going to be a big deal. I think. Yeah, the training camp show. I talked about it last night for anyone who wasn't here. Uh, behind the glass, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely looks good. Was looking for for some more explosive play out of the young guys after the first game. It was more impressed tonight. Uh, yeah, I think that you, I think there were a couple of young players who really stood out tonight. Um, it was a weird lineup. The Islanders had more NHLers out there. The Flyers were a little outclassed just in terms of firepower in the lineup. But that said, I was encouraged by the way the Flyers played. That for the most part bottled up the Islanders and allowed them. That's I think. I think the Flyers are going to be a good, boring team this year. Honestly, uh, they might not be all that fun to watch, but I think they're going to win a, a decent amount of games because of that kind of uh, kind of way they play this year. I thought Bunneman looked pretty good, and uh, Ruby looked like he had a step on a lot of guys out there tonight. Yeah, Bunneman had that one uh, that one uh, chance off the uh, off the crossbar. He looked like. Everyone was raving about him uh, when training camp started, saying he didn't get faster. He got fast. Like He was a guy who didn't have very good foot speed, uh, trimmed down in the offseason, uh, and really worked on, a, on his skating and became faster. I thought he looked um, better than expected tonight. Who is this uh, Kasha guy who played tonight? When did we draft him? Let's give it a look. When did we get No, you're not going to. There we go. It was definitely a Hextall pick. I can't remember when. Was he 2014? 2015, round five. So Hextall's second draft. Uh, he's 22 out of the Czech Republic. Uh, let's see. What did he do in Lehigh last year? Not a huge year in Lehigh last year. Only 23 points in his rookie season. But in the SHL, I mean, in 2017-18, nine goals, 23 points. So basically carried that production over from the SHL to the AHL. Uh, he's a nice player, man. He's looked good at some uh, international tournaments. Uh, I think he's an, he's a good underrated player who could uh, crack this lineup at some point. I don't think it's going to be higher than your 
if we're going to put it in the depth in depth chart terms, like the third best forward on your third line, probably a fourth liner. But um, yeah, I think he, uh, I think he could definitely crack the lineup eventually um, as a role player, without a doubt. Jerem has to make this team. Depends on how everything else shakes out. I really want to see him on this team. I mean, geez, when did we draft him? Was that 2015 as well? What year? Uh, is it 15 or 16? That was 2016. All right. But still, man, that was that was a while ago. It's 2019-20. He was a first-round pick. He's had the, the weird career bouncing around uh, internationally, finally came over to junior in Canada, and now – uh, now he's here. He's with the Phantoms. He got he's off to a really good start last year, but I think he only what he played like 14 games. He had yeah six goals, 10 points in 14 games, and he has the season-ending shoulder injury. But it doesn't look like um, it looks like he's picking up where he left off. I would love to see him uh, on this team. I think it would be a good infusion of a nice two-way player. He's versatile. He can play wing and center. Uh, you could use him on special teams. I think I, I would. Of all the young guys right now, I would like to see him the most just because I think he's ready now and his ceiling, like he has the most room to improve. NAK probably just as ready, but I don't think he's ever anything more than what he is, a nice role player. Um, The germ, I'm just going to keep saying it because Steph hates it so much. Uh, Ruby has like a chance to develop into a top six forward. I don't think he's going to, I think he's a good third line player. Uh, but I, I would like, I think the only way for him to start reaching his ceiling is to be out that like, I think he's NHL ready and yeah, like, you know, he's got a 14 game AHL career. You'd like to see a little bit more out of him before he gets to the NHL. I understand that. I just think learning up here and still being um, being ready to play, but still getting better, like being able to progress, I think uh, it's the best case scenario for everyone involved if he makes the team out of camp. Basically what we thought Vorobiev was last year, I believe Ruby is already. They brought their toys with him. We can't be afraid of the Penguins anymore. They didn't get any better. I don't think they got any better. I'm not afraid of them. I just think counting out Crosby and Malkin is stupid because they're really, really good. Do we go after Line A? I feel that he could be effective for us. He could absolutely be effective for us. Um, It's just a question of what you're giving up. I'd be willing to give up quite a bit, uh, but also what he's willing to sign for because you only have so much cap space. I mean – Let's give it a look. Last I checked, they're at, I think like 1.2 million in cap space. So, uh, where are you, Flyers? 1.67 according to uh, cap friendly. So, yeah, I just don't, I, you know, what, how do you fit them in? That's my question. You know, uh, if you can, I'd absolutely love to go after him. Um, would have been more eager to go after him. Like, in my mind, it's ghost at a first. Like, that's the trade. Um, would have been much more willing. And ghost is my favorite player in the team. Do not want to give him up. Um, but I think I would have been much more willing to do that uh, prior to Jake Gardner signing 
with the uh, with the hurricanes, you could kind of slot Gardner into that ghost spot, maybe in your uh, third pair with with Myers or in your second pair with Braun, and replace his offense with you know freaking Patrick Line, and Gardner's still very you know pretty effective forty point ish kind of guy. So um, I don't really know what it would take to get Line A done, but. I, yeah, I would love to go after him. I just don't know how you make it work in terms of how you acquire, what you give up to acquire him, and then what you pay him. That's those are the drawbacks. I would love it. I don't know how interested Fletcher is in that at this point. Um, Amac drinks milk from the carton. Who doesn't drink milk from the carton? All right. <laughs> Carter Hart shut out. Start the parade. Yeah, it was like you know, uh, what like a. 29-minute shutout or whatever it was, but sure. Isn't the ECHL lower than the SHL? That would be bad for Sandstrom. No, I think Sandstrom is going to be in the AHL. It's, I, if I miss, I think it's Ustamenko who's going to play uh, in the ECHL this year. Yeah. I think this is the year the Pens take a step back. I very well could. I mean, that was we've been saying that for how long? I'll believe it when I see it. I don't think they're very good, but I'm not counting them out because – Crosby and Malkin, dude. Crosby and Malkin. Can you break down who you think will be our defensive pairs this season? Uh, to start the offseason, in my head, it was uh, very. It was definitely Provorov, Niskanen, Sanheim, uh, Sanheim, Braun, and Ghost Myers. To start camp, though, they've had uh, Ghost with they've had Ghost with Braun, and they've talked a little about how maybe Myers um, isn't a lock. I kind of think that's more posturing than anything. Just, you know, not to let him think, oh, I'm in the NHL. Well, you know, but um, that's how I, I thought it was going to go. Proverov, Niskanen, Sanheim, Braun, Ghost, Myers. But um, Sanheim, Myers is a third pair. I just, man, I want Sanheim on the ice more than that. Uh, I would, I love Ghost, but sheltering him on a third pair uh, would be. <clears throat> Would Ghost Braun be a third pair if Sanheim Myers was really good? Yeah, it could be. Um, man, Sanheim Myers, there's, uh, that's the freaking Twin Towers right there. Be all about that. That'd be a lot of fun. When does Zamula make it? I free, Zamula is my favorite prospect. The dude is uh, uh, he's smart. He's physical. He put up some points last year. I'm a big fan of Igor Zamula. Um, He's 19, so he's not AHL eligible. He'll, he won't be 20 until March 30th. Wow, okay. Um, so he'll be back in Calgary this season. I think, you know, my guess is he's with the Phantoms next season, and we see how he progresses from there, you know, one league at a time. I'm a big Igor Zamula fan. I think they found that that was like Hextall's final gift to us was uh, was Zamula. Um, another diamond in the rough like Phil Myers, but we will see uh, what he turns out to be. But all signs pointing up, man. Every time I watch the kid play, I'm impressed. I wish the Flyers would try to flip Friedman or Hag uh, for something. I, what are you getting for them? I mean, Mark Friedman, a completely unproven guy. Hague, a nice seven. I like Haig in the role of a seven. If we need to throw somebody in because someone's hurt, Robert Haig can play either side. He knows his teammates. I, he's a fine seven. It's there aren't many better than him in that for that role. I don't want him in the 
top six every night. Definitely don't want him playing top four minutes ever again. Um, I, I think Haig's fine in that role, and Friedman as a as a prospect who you're just kind of keeping around until uh, he really breaks out. I, I what are you getting for him? He's it's not like he's a top prospect or anything. He's just kind of a guy you have who might end up being pretty good. I just don't see how they would get better by trading either of those guys. You got a feel for Moran. I really want to see him crack the lineup, but it looks like he's odd man out unless he beats out Sanheim. He ain't beating out Sanheim. That's that's not happening. Um, Sanheim is one of their two best defensemen. Um, I don't... I, uh, Moran, again, do you want to put him through waivers? Probably not. Uh, maybe he, maybe you carry eight defensemen. You have Haig and Moran both in the press box. Uh, you're in a tough spot there, but I don't. Uh, I always wanted to see Samuel Moran make it because he's a big dude. He can beat the crap out of people. Um, you know, could probably help you on the penalty kill. But he's got to be better than somebody, and I don't know if he is right now. Uh, maybe halfway through the season, we look at Braun and go, "Oh crap, man, this dude can't play. This is bad." And all of a sudden. There's a spot for Samuel Moran um, in that, you know, shutdown defenseman, penalty killing, uh, play him alongside uh, a Ghost or a Sandheim kind of role. Uh, Ghost and Sandheim both have experience on the right side. So, uh, you know, Moran can only play the left. So they could slot in next to him. As of right now, though, I really like the idea of having three lefties and three righties and Three good pairs, man. Lefty-righty, lefty-righty, lefty-righty. For the first time we have it, I want to see how that works because we haven't had it, and the defense has been bad. Does anyone know is going to host Flyers pre- and post-game since Boric is gone? Um, I can't. I know they announced they hired somebody. I assume they hired him for that, but I can't off the top of my head remember his or her name. I just remember seeing an announcement that somebody was hired like for that role. So I have no freaking idea who it is, but I do remember. So if someone wants to look that up, go right at uh, What Flyers jersey is to my right? This is Wayne Simmons. Let's get infected. Hashtag germ for life. You and me got a disease, pal. Steph will never fire me. That's never going to happen. Bill, thoughts on Brian Boucher being on the number one announcer group for the NHL on NBC? Well, according to... Um, I love Boosh. I think, first of all, he's one of my favorite flyers ever. Let's get that out of the way. Big fan of Boosh in the net. Um, just one of those things. I like I, a lot of my favorite players ever weren't the best, but neither here nor there. Um, according to Pierre, that's not necessarily true. Uh, to start the year, Pierre might be doing the West Coast games, I think. Um, but the, the late games that they have on and like their start of the season stuff, but it sounds like we're going to have more Pierre than we thought. So buckle up for more Pierre, fam. Patrick is a good Winnipeg boy. Think they take a package around him for line A? That's interesting. Hmm. No? Why would they? One of those is a good player and one isn't. Uh, I'm not saying Nolan Patrick won't become a good player. I think he still could. I think this is a big year for him. Uh, the fact that he's starting out injured, less than ideal, though. 
Um, I just, I mean, it would take, I would think, Nolan Patrick and quite a bit more to get that deal done, though. Devils are going to be good. Uh, and then right after that, Brian Knight says, not sold on the Devils. I don't know if I'm sold on, like, I don't, I'm not going to predict the Devils to win the Cup or anything. But I think they're in the mix with the Flyers and kind of in that soft middle in the Metro. Because outside of the Caps, there's not a team I'm like, yes, they're good. Um, I'm not saying any of these teams are bad. I think the Devils are what people think the Rangers are. I think the Devils are the team that accelerated their rebuild and made themselves into at least a playoff contender this summer. Uh, I like what they did. We'll see if uh, we'll see if PK Subban is in serious decline or just had an injury riddled year where he couldn't, you know, just couldn't get it going. Um, either of those could happen. I don't know. Um, I'll bet on PK Subban until there's more proof that you know he's really winding down and quickly. Um, uh, this is a Wayne Simmons jersey right here. I know it's the freaking Devils, and God, do I hate him, but I'll never root against Wayne Simmons. I uh, would like to, would like for him to prove that he's got something left in the tank, um, and then of course go and get a huge deal from like the Rangers, and then be done. Like that would be awesome. If the Rangers signed him to like a like a six year deal, and then it was like, oh yeah, Simmons is like a fourth liner. That would be cool. Um, probably the best case scenario for this season. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think the Devils are. I think the Devils are good. And they're, they are a lot of me. Two different thoughts here. Uh, first, I believe in Mackenzie Blackwood, and a lot of that is because I believe in Carter Hart. You know, same reason I. I, I just think he could be good. Um, if I'm going to believe in one young goalie, I should say okay. I can't just say, oh, well, it's this. He only played a little last year. We'll see. I'm all in on Hart. Uh, Blackwood, obviously not the prospect that Hart was, but I believe in him. Um, I think he could be good. And Corey Schneider, I know he hasn't been good lately, but in a tandem, uh, I think that could be a decent role. You guys know I love Will Butcher, just a big fan of Will Butcher. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Devils are pretty good. And they're doing everything they can to show Taylor Hall they plan on winning, so you might as well stay here. Getting Heashier and getting uh, getting Hughes, you know, two out of the two number one picks in three years. That's a solid. That's man. That's they're solid down the middle. Absolutely. I'm not sold on them as top end team, but in terms of what's going to come out of the East, like, do I think they have a better roster right now than the Islanders did last year? I do. So we'll see about their goaltending. Sandheim slash Myers skate well. Don't you usually need a skater in size as pairing instead of skater, skater, or size? I mean, they're both really good skaters, and they're both big. I, I don't understand the question. Did you see Neuvert is hurt already? Yeah. The fact that Toronto, like, the dude needs to just hang it up. But the fact that the team was like, yeah, we'll bring him in, and he'll stay healthy. No, he won't, dude. What, what have you been watching? He ain't staying healthy. What? What made you think this was a good investment? I'm sure they're not paying him a damn thing, but like, what? I actually, I was. It isn't it. A, it's a PTO, I think, isn't it? I don't even think he signed to a real contract. But the just the thought of him staying healthy is a ridiculous thought. No matter what else happens, Ron Hextall left this team in amazing shape compared to when he showed up. Um, yes, I think Hextall had a lot of flaws in his plan. But the fact that a second guy came in, Chuck Fletcher, 
and looked at the groundwork that Hextall laid and said, I'm not going to make too many freaking changes. Um, I think that bodes, I, that encourages me. That's, it encourages me that we're all, we were on the right track. Like, yeah, needed to go get a Kevin Hayes, needed to get some veteran defensemen who weren't actively bad like Andrew McDonald. Uh, maybe Niskanen and Braun suck. Maybe they don't. I have no idea yet. We'll see. Uh, but I, he had some flaws, but the fact that his core idea of these young guys that I drafted, it might might take longer than we want, but they're going to be good. Trust the process. Hashtag TTP. Um, it didn't need to be blown up. It just needed to be set in the direction of we can also win some games now. Like, we don't need a coach who thinks Yuri Leterre is better than Oscar Lindblom, you know. We don't need that. Don't flip Hague until some team slips up and puts Chirelli back in the GM seat. That's a great point there, Nick. Uh, absolutely no reason to trade a Robert Hague or a Samuel Moran until uh, – Jesus, this thing just keeps turning. we got to figure this out for the regular season. Uh, absolutely no reason to, uh, to do that until – you know, we can fleece Shirelli for uh, for whatever for one of those guys. If I'm passing Moran through waivers, the beginning of the season is when to do it, and when half the league is on waivers and there's lower odds. Yeah, a lot of teams always try to sneak someone through and think, well, everyone else is trying to sneak their guys through. I don't like. I don't know how much interest there would be around the league in having the guy outside of something like what he'd be used here as a seventh defenseman uh, until there was an injury or something happened. But I, I, I want to see, I, I, I would like to see him get a shot. I just, I, I, I just think he missed his chance. Like there's a, there's a bunch of guys better than him now. Are you going to make the rancid show on Sunday or mast intruder on Friday? I do love mast intruder, uh, but I am, uh, I got to be an AC for work. Thursday through Saturday, so I don't see myself making it anywhere for that. To start the season, Germ 3C with Limblom and Frost slash Farabee. I I don't think Farabee's going to make it right away. Just, I don't think he's mature enough. Would love, uh, and by mature, I mean physically. Um, still think he needs to put on a few pounds. Frost, I think he's he's diminutive, but I think he's a little thicker. Uh, I I don't see. I don't see like a, a Rubstov and a uh, and a Frost both making the team and playing together. Um, it could be maybe more likely a Limblom, Limblom, Lawton, Rubstov kind of combination. That's what I'd be. And Rubstov and Lawton, either one can play wing or center. So I think that would be more likely. Uh, and Frost, I don't think they put Frost in a fourth line role. So, we'll, I mean, there's a lot going on. I would love to see all these freaking guys make the team because it means they earned it, you know. I want to see them make it if they're good enough and they'll help us win. Um, just got to just gotta put that work in. I don't think a lot of these guys are ready. Uh, I would love for them to be ready by December. Like, that's what I'm looking at for Morgan Frost, honestly, is the, uh, the Giroux. All right. You did half a year. Come on up. Both Rangers, Islanders, and Devils zoomed right by the Flyers in the rebuild. I don't know what you're looking at with the Rangers and Islanders. Devils are okay, maybe. We'll see. Why is anybody watching the Phillies? If you're watching the Phillies, that's on you guys. Like, listen, I love the Phillies more than anyone 
Uh, but pack it in. It's over. Like, they just don't have it this year. If you're expecting something other than them blowing games and not being mentally tough enough, uh, uh, uh. all right. Wow, made it to the bottom of the comments. All right, fam, I think that is all the time I have for you tonight. Oh, wow, we did like 52 minutes, huh? Damn, was not expecting that. Thought it was going to be shorter than last night. Turned out to be longer. So that's the postgame preseason edition, two nights in a row. Uh, Not everyone plays in the back-to-backs, but you're damn straight. Broad Street Hockey brings you back-to-backs. The next game is not till Thursday, I believe. And if you're looking for somewhere to watch that game and you're in the Jersey Shore area, may I recommend to you Timmy Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, the Crest Tavern right in Wildwood Crest. Ah, man, just cold beer, delicious sandwiches, plenty of TVs, all the games you could want, uh, all the games you could ever want to watch. Uh, Timmy's a big hockey fan, and he's always there making sure the restaurant's running right, making sure they have plenty of cold beer behind the bar. They have sequential. That's kind of my thing. When I go there, I highly recommend the pork sandwich. Very good as well. Um, Timmy Fitzpatrick's at the Crest Tavern, or Timmy Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest. Great place to watch the Flyers game. I would go there on Thursday if you're in the Jersey Shore area. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for the Flyers post game. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. I do the uh, Wayne's World countdown every time it starts. Like uh, Facebook gives me a 3-2-1 as I hit go live. And I do the 3 every single time without fail. I also do it when I'm on elevators, whatever that means.